love to talk. So they made a podcast. And that's why we're here. To listen in. And what's it called? It's called Banter Buddies. Welcome to episode 32 of Banter Buddies, your favorite show featuring the band Cuckoo Kangaroo. Brian, greetings and hello. That's, that's me. What's up, Neil? I'm in, I'm in Cuckoo Kangaroo with you. Yep. If you're in Cuckoo Kangaroo, you can be on this podcast. That's the rule. That, okay, that's the that's the deal. <laughs> a lot of people, you know, they talk to us at shows or online. Oh my gosh, I want to be in the band so much, and I'm just like, it's a lot of work, you guys. You sure you want? It's, wouldn't it be more fun just to like do what you do and just like enjoy it? Don't don't you don't want to be in the band? You know what I mean? Yeah, I think I think they think it's a certain thing, and it might be it might be a little bit more than that, Brian. Behind the scenes, potentially, it's not all dancing and singing out here. Yeah, I wish I wish it just could be Neil. But it's like when it's like you and I love you and I love stand up comedy so much, and and then be like, oh, then you should do it. And I was like, I'm like, no, no, because uh, that seems really hard. Seems really hard and really lonely. I don't yeah. want to do that. Yes. I just want to like listen to people and their depression. Yeah, there's some things that um, it's fun to like jump in and become a part of like your favorite stuff, and then there's like other things that's like I'm gonna remain, um, you know, over here as a you know just just enjoying it, you know, just uh, consuming it, you know, just just taking it in. You don't you don't you don't have to you know make uh, everything you like uh, you know a big big part of your life as well. So I, I think that makes sense. Maybe I got too realistic here. I got I got too. To, uh, not, it's not dark. It's just realistic about it's like just so real. Like, I want to be in the band. I'm happy. I'm in the band. I mean, we invented it. So yeah. I mean, I I picked right. I picked right. I'm just saying for other people. I don't think you know what you're ready for. So yeah. We always talk about um, you know potential uh, you know down the line of you know replacing us and stuff like that. And you know maybe someday that could be a thing. But right now we're good. We're still uh, we're still feeling limber. We're still uh, enjoying ourselves, but you know there might be there might come a time we have to pass the pass the baton, you know, in thirty, forty years or something like that. So it's not like it can never happen, but right now I think we're set. Have we talked about that guy that emailed us like eight years ago asking us if we franchised? I don't remember if we talked about that in the pod. I don't we never think we even have. asked if they had an what his like offer was. <laughs> we just yeah. were like we just were like we would never. We would never work. Now I'm kind of thinking like, what you got? What you got? I mean, are you rich? You know? Yeah. I don't know what I do though. Like, like, you know how people like, let's say for example, now Wordle is a, a tiny example. You know what I mean? Just got, got bought by New York times. Like I'm happy that that little game went in, but that didn't seem like that guy's like life's work. Like I think about like a project or something when somebody's like been working on it for like 15 years or something like that like is their personality kind of and then it's like oh it gets sold and like they get a lot of money but then it's like yeah but like what do you like do now if that like like I kind of think like if we like if there was any, if there was a way to sell a cuckoo kangaroo which there actually isn't it doesn't make any sense I, I'd be like what do I like think about now <laughs> I have to like read a book or something I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of kind of too baked into our lives at this point uh, to kind of remove it like that. But everybody has their price, and uh, we should start, uh, you know, at least looking. You know, we should. Yeah, at least what's like mine? Your... Like thirty-five dollars. Hey, it's different for everybody. So yeah, we all have to look within and name our price uh, for these types of things. But yeah, the franchise. Someone did say that we didn't really, uh, we didn't even really investigate. But what if it was a life-changing sum of money, Brian? We we just left that on the table potentially. Like. 
Like $200? Yeah, up to 250 potentially. <clears throat> okay, going to go on a different place here. Just got back with the fam. We went to the the Ice Castle. The Ice Castle, not the St. Paul Winter Carnival. And it's like Ice Castles. It was up in, it was in New Brighton, Minnesota. Oh. Have you heard? Laserbeak went to it, and I saw, I saw some pictures of it. And it was it was awesome. It was very cool, Neil. Wow, yeah. No, when you say ice castle, that that is the first thing I think about is the, is the St. Paul Winter Carnival because they do, or at least used to do, kind of got yeah, big ice sculptures and maybe even structure. That actually is that in is that in Mighty Ducks? Do they go to the uh, <laughs> where do they go to? They go to like oh, a winter. Oh man, that's right. I think yeah, they wh- do it. <laughs> maybe they do. Yeah, I know St. Paul. We played St. Paul Winter Carnival, right? We played like yeah, we Rice played Park. outside, like yeah, Rice Park, like right across from the Ordway, like at January tenth or something like that. I know that they still do winter carnival stuff. I don't know if they build the like like three story actual castle that you could like go into. But this Maybe is different. Do. New Brighton is uh, like a northern suburb of Minneapolis, just a little bit north of Minneapolis. So, um, tell me about the ice castle. Was it just like in a big park, and could you go into the ice castle? What was going on here? Yeah. So like we, I find out later. Like Liz, Liz research stuff. I just go. You know, I just drive. You know, yep. I'll like I pack the car and drive. Okay, but we, um, yeah, it's like, I think they like rent out, they must just rent out a park. It's like in a field. I think she said like they do a lot of them around the Midwest, right? So it must be like a company. But it like looks like they just took a lot of time. Looks like looks like thousands and thousands of icicles. Looks like they just like, it's not blocks. It's just frozen layers up. And it was, it was like 20, 25 feet tall in some areas. You could like kind of walk up to a second level. They had like ice slides that looked like really manicured. And it was like straight up ice. Like Gus kept asking me tonight at bedtime being like, are you sure they didn't just like pour water on a slide? Like how'd they do it? And I was like, I think these are like, they froze ice in a slide shape. It was wild. They're very fast. Wore snow pants. It was cool. Anyways, we had a good time. There were some fires around. There was a food truck. We got French fries. It was, it was a good time. But this it was is... too, it was so cold. It was like eight. Windchill was like negative 10. Dawson didn't last long. You know, he, <laughs> he cried a lot. Well, that's that's the kind of fun we have out here in the in the Midwest. You know, things get cold in the winter, and and obviously here in Minnesota, we're known for for the long winter and stuff. So uh, this is this is what happens, folks. If you don't know any better, uh, we still do things outside. There's still like events that happen outside, and and yeah, just go for it and make it all about ice. And uh, yeah, it's you know the cold is a part of it. You know, you got to get out there in the cold, and that's how that's how it becomes ice. But it's also trouble when uh, yeah that wind gets going and. It's cold, but that's, I think you would have that's done, what keeps it yeah. ice. So. <laughs> you're like blocked. You're like inside the castle. You're blocked. There's like some tunnels and caves. Cool. And then I think you would have liked the nighttime because they froze lights. They froze lighting inside of the ice walls. Amazing. That's So really like you innovative. could see that they were like flickering and moving and stuff like that. But I think at night it would have been really cool. And it just has that, what I like, that like DIY aesthetic. Like you saw that somebody like hosed up this like 25 foot wall that was cool so wow there you go well if you're in the twin cities area check out uh just, oh just, no just, Neil, uh, i was just saying yeah you should just go by yourself okay all right i don't well, want i don't i don't want anybody else going yeah we, we just it's just for me so nobody else can go it's uh it's, it's gonna be over anytime it's, it's gonna melt soon anyway so don't, don't i think i was just excited to tell you that because my life is such a monotony so when you're saying like what's going on every day i'm like well 
nothing. It's the same. And I finally did something. I finally did something. Hey, I'm proud of myself. I'm out. There we go. You we went out it. and did it. And uh, I think that's a good segue to our topic today, Brian, because it sounds like that's sort of like a ice playground you went to today, right? With the, there's a you know? yeah. There, wait, there's a topic. We oh, like talk yeah. about stuff, Brian. Didn't you get the Didn't you get the email I sent you? We're talking about playgrounds today. It's your favorite thing. Oh, you can't. You can't. Oh my you, gosh, that's today. Yeah, today is your your special day, Brian. This is this is one of the topics. Uh, you know, we're on episode thirty two here, so there's probably only been a handful that uh, are right up your alley, like this one is uh, playgrounds, Brian. What is the best part of a playground? You love playgrounds. They're so they're so cool. Why do you like playgrounds so much? Tell tell the folks about your love for playgrounds and everything like that. Oh, dang. I didn't know I was going to have to, like, sum it up into, like, pure love. You know, like, when you love something so much and you just totally don't, like, understand? Well, it's just... I like the design of it. It it seems like, uh, yeah, it comes from more of an adult place, actually, right? Like, I've never really heard you talk about, like, sort of what you like to do. And we'll get to that here momentarily of, like, what we enjoyed about Playgrounds as a kid and then as an adult. But to me, it seems like it's more of an adult thing of, like, thinking about the design of it or thinking about, like, new ideas for Playgrounds rather than you were a big Playground nut growing (laughs) growing up or something like that. Yeah, totally, yeah. I think because the games we would play... On playgrounds, I could, as a kid, see like which playgrounds like worked well for games and which ones didn't. I like like saw flaws in it, so I think I like the design of playgrounds the most. So now, as an adult, like as I'm taking my kids around to them to like multiple playgrounds, trying to like see new ones all the time, I think I like and especially I think it comes from like working at so many camps, and then when I got to at Camp Streetland, like work the camp property and like build stuff and like. You got to like make things. I like the idea of making things that like will work for kids. Like sometimes I like, and I don't want to be like, you don't want to like be involved. Like what can you make and like create that like fosters like the kids just to like play on their own basically. And then, and then it's like what works the best for that. So I think it's, it's like. It's that kind of like it's like a design feature. You know, yeah, it com- comes yeah. from yeah, it comes from your camp uh, camp counselor, camp director, kind of background and, and and that kind of stuff. But that's also interesting because it feels like camp is more, and especially for you, you're more of like a, let's make up a game or like let's play this like game where you don't need anything, right? Like very like that you can do this anywhere, like type of stuff. Yeah, you um, can do you can you can run a whole camp in a field if you need to. Right. Like you don't yeah. need things. You don't need items. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and so that's why I think it's interesting that you also like playgrounds and stuff that are very, like, you know, they're literally structures. <laughs> and then it's like, there's kind of like one way to play. I mean, I guess you can, like, you know, you can make believe and, you know, pretend you're Power Ranger in the playground or something like that. But it's like a slide is a slide. I mean, you go down it, I guess you can climb up it. But playgrounds are kind of like set up to, like, do specific things in, in a lot of ways, like that, too. So, you know, in a way, it's kind of like, a, you know, it's not very, it's not very, like, creative or open ended in that kind of way, you know? And I think that's why you like different kind of camp games and stuff like that so um, but that, I think yeah. that's what I like about certain um, th- what I like about certain playgrounds is like that they foster that like imagination like totally. I think like a slide a slide is a slide but when you're like when you're like in imaginary play like on a playground or you see like a kid like chasing something like a slide is like an escape route or it's like a place to hide while somebody can't see you or it's a quick way to move down here instead of going downstairs. And so like I really like playgrounds that have like circular flow, like connect. 
especially like if you're going to play like don't touch the ground tag or like lava tag or whatever you call it. Like when I see playgrounds that are just like individual pieces, I can see like a city council had a budget and they they picked the ten yeah. coolest things and they just like put them in an area. You know what I mean? Like I I don't know how that's like my assumption of how they come together. I like ones that like flow together. So if you were gonna like play a game or like somebody's chasing you or something like that, like even if they connect by like little like like a like a wood like a wood bridge or like dots or like you could you could jump from the end of the slide to like a monkey bars that you like weren't kind of totally supposed to connect with like it's cool when they like are when they flow well i don't know i just i just see i see like play yeah, working like it's all in kind a of like nice part like of one circular fashion so I, so that's that's where it comes from like i things i don't like on playgrounds like yeah like when they put I don't know. They they have like binoculars things, and they have like these little stationary games, which they're just not for me. Maybe ki- certain kids like them, but I like big open ended things that don't require you to do specific things to them. They can be multifaceted, I guess. Yeah, totally. Okay, so like let's uh, let's answer the question then. Like, what is what's the best part of the playground, Brian? You you have to narrow it down. You have to say kind of which kind of. Uh, you know, again, we're, we wanted this to be kind of open-ended. You can pick a specific part of the playground or just like what you like doing on a playground. So how would you answer the question? What's the best part of a playground? Or did you already answer it by saying kind of the open-ended nature of, you know, being able to yeah play like pirates or something like that or, you know, pretend you're like you said, you pretend you're Power Rangers or whatever on there. What, what would you say for the question of the week? What's the best part of the playground? Oh, no, I think I have a specific thing that I like. And I think I would like it as a kid if they had more of it. And I do like it now when I'm a dad, like, standing around. Okay, so I really like, I would used to as a kid and even do now, especially when I'm on the phone, I pace. I pace around a lot. And so, like, if I'm in a parking lot, I like to, like, walk. You know those, like, uh, concrete things that they put at the end of a parking spot so you can't drive up any farther? Yeah, yeah. When those are like in a flow, I would I will just like walk those in a circle for like hours. Or like when there's rocks, like big boulders. Even now, I'll catch myself just like jumping on a boulder. We're like walking like normal. I like jump up on the boulder and like keep like walking. Okay, so at playgrounds now, they have like those really intense springs underneath, and then there'll be maybe like two of them connected, and there'll be like a plastic kind of look looks like a yeah an, a giant like pop can tab on top of it and you can like stand on it and it's wobbly um i love those things to like walk on and also just to stand on like it gives my brain like something to do <laughs> like while i'm like watching my kids just like fart around or something like that so those things are so cool i've seen now in classrooms they have like stools that move or they like let kids sit on like bouncing exercise balls or like the exercise ball will like be on a platform so it can't roll but you could bounce oh my god i think i would be so much more successful in school if i would have had like (laughs) something that like wiggled you know so all right what you got neil what's your what's your favorite that maybe that was really hyper specific but that's just i love them yeah, my my favorite my favorite thing was always what I would call like the zip line. It's it's just sort of a you know a bar you'd hang on to up above your head, and then you just push off and then you slide all the way across uh, to the other end. Maybe it was like a you know fifteen foot <laughs> kind of thing or something like that. But I always thought that was really fun. It's not like climbing. It's not really like classic monkey bars or anything like that. But I call it the zip line. I, I don't know what would you call that. Yeah, I'd I'd call it zip line. I now I there was. 
there was a park I saw that has like a legit like zip line that you could be on. And I think back to the things that we had as kids were like, they probably were good for like the first week when the playground was installed and then one of the ball bearings got rusty and then there's like going across. You probably, because you were such a, you were a swimmer and a drummer, you probably had great abs, ad, ab like strength as a kid. So you probably like loved that one because you could like really get your legs up. Right. Wow. Yeah, no, I definitely was always tall and had to yeah, pull my knees up quite a bit there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I was like that. I was like the like movement of sliding across that thing, but you're right, they would get bad and you'd have to you'd have to <laughs> really crank it or something like that in order to get all the way across. But that was always like my favorite like one little element and uh but I guess I was always more, you know, was again playing hoops and, you know, trying to trying to run around and maybe do a couple other things. So I'm not sure if I was the most into a playground like in the elementary school days. I felt like I kind of chose other little things during recess. Yes. I I bet you uh maybe the <laughs> playground was like my it was my it was my recess safe space, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I I got to give a I got to give a shout out to swings though, Brian, cuz another thing I really liked was um and this was maybe something more I did at home with uh, my home uh backyard playground in like um you know, like second grade when I lived in Des Moines, but we had swings and I always like doing like, how far can you kick your shoe? Did you ever do that? A thousand percent. That is the best. (laughs) That is the best. Or just like, can you like jump off? Oh yeah. Launch yourself. Launch yourself. In that, that yeah. That's so wild. But I I love, I've recently started watching um, Recess, the TV show, trying to get my kids to like watch that. Yeah, but like they don't really want to watch TV, which is weird. That I'm like trying to like force them to be like, guys, come on, let's like watch TV, and they're like, no, dad, turn the TV off. I want to just like play. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's so like opposite. But in Recess, there's Swinger Girl, who all she is doing for like five seasons, her <laughs> only thing is like she's just trying to swing over the top, <laughs> <laughs> like do a big loop. Yeah, she's trying to let loop. I think at like the before they before the series canceled, before it ended, like after five seasons or something like that, I think she did swing over and then she disappeared. She like time traveled or something like that. So, yeah, she did it. That's yeah, cool. I definitely remember trying to I do love the jump show. too. I'm surprised I never got injured like doing that. I remember like the the um, playground, little playground in my backyard that I had that I was referring to. Like we kicked the shoes, and then one time, like I kicked the shoe and it like went up on top of my house, and that was that was no good. I think we had to stop after <laughs> oh. that because it got like the ultimate kick, and it just went too far. That is huge. Yeah, yeah, I've got them long legs. We're gonna launch it. Yeah, you can launch it. But, yeah. I used to in in college. I subscribed to this uh, Dutch uh, like e newsletter. Um, of a playground company, and I know there's a a playground company in Delano, Minnesota, as well that kind of invents like new playground structures and puts them in. But the the Dutch one I found in in this Fast Company magazine. I don't know. I should like this podcast is making me think like I haven't gotten the e newsletter in like six years. Like I got to figure out what's going on. Yeah. But they would show just like their new design, and I always remember this thing they built in a playground. They built like it was very skinny. And but very tall, and it was like a cage box basically. But um, it was like multifaceted, like it was, it was maybe like 30 feet tall, and inside it was all like caged in, so you you couldn't go in, or you could only go in the bottom, you couldn't like 
go up tall and like jump out but like it was a giant maze like inside you could crawl around and then one the other side was like a climbing wall and the other side was like the backboard for like basketball hoops they just were very they were like very space conscious about like how they designed things i don't know i i I get the same joy out of whenever you talk about disney stuff about like like i enjoy the the line the like design of the line more than almost i do the ride sometimes so yeah it would be yeah it's like functional design or something like that you know or it's like yeah, it's and then this thing sounds like it's just versatility too. It's just like, yeah, well, how many things can we do in like a small space? Like just being versatile and being really, uh, you know, economical like that. That's that's really interesting. Yeah, it is cool. Have you? Have we? I can't remember. You haven't been to City Museum. Or I still have? haven't. Nope, I still haven't. Okay, yeah. we so, still got to go. That was. Do it. It, I think we had a arthritis foundation like thing down the road, and so that's why we ended up going to it. But. Uh, yeah. City Museum in St. Louis, Missouri. That the DIY indoor playground in an old twelve-story shoe factory is that's out of this world. So we got to go back. We got to go back. Maybe maybe we go early and go check it out before a St. Louis show. Oh, we're playing St. Louis, Brian. What, is that uh, is that coming up soon? I think it is. It's I don't a, know. It seems like March. it's years away, but it's probably like it's probably like in three weeks. Let's so. go. Yeah, let's go. To Wait, are we playing there? Oh yeah, we are playing there in March. March nineteenth. Come on out, All everybody. Right. All right, we're bringing Jeffy, so we're gonna go. We're gonna go to. We got to go to City Museum. Yeah, we'll get in there a little early, maybe, and do it because I haven't been there. You uh, know what, Neil? We've talked. We've we've talked. We've bantered for probably like an hour already. We probably should get to the calls. We had a lot of calls. I think it's time. We had a lot of great callers today, and uh, yeah, we got eight of them right here, and uh, all of them couldn't make the show, but they will be uh, after um, after the end of the show. So if we don't hear yours right here in the cuckoo voicemail section. Don't worry, they're at the end of the show. But yeah, let's uh, let's get into them because we got to keep talking about playgrounds. First caller. Hi, Cuckoo. Uh, I'm a first-time caller. My name's Josh. Uh, I'm from southern Ontario. Uh, my wife and I, we have five kids. And all of us love listening to your music and dancing along to music videos. Uh, and even <laughs> when somebody farts, everybody breaks out into song. So... I'm calling about the playground equipment. We actually build our own playground in our own backyard because we have so many kids. Um, we got all the essentials. We got swings. We got slides, treehouse. But the best thing is something that we just added. We put up a ninja training course, which basically is just a couple of slack lines with uh, rope ladders and some other things to climb and to hang off of. But the kids really love it. Uh, and we've only had a few injuries. So, anyway, that's all for me. Bye. What up, Josh? New caller, Josh. Welcome to the show, Josh. Ontario. Josh got the bye. <laughs> he I did. like that Southern Ontario. That like that hones it in a little bit. Mm-hmm. I, I feel I feel for Canadian people sometimes when they call the United United States stuff, especially sometimes people are like, hey, are you guys ever going to play Canada? And I'm just like, it's the largest country ever. Where do you live in Canada? <laughs> oh, yeah. I live here. Oh, yeah, we're going to play there. But they just say like, if you're like, if, are you ever going to play the United States? Where do you live? Missouri? Yeah, we got the we got the Providence and the re, and the area within that Providence. So man, those courses in the back, the slack lines, um, they're hot and they're they look they look like you got to have some real skill or training 
Neil, your sister, your sister was really into slacklining for a while. Is she still still doing slacklines? I'm not sure. Maybe in the summers a little bit in parks and stuff. But yeah, she was into that in college. Just just uh, balance, just a little little uh, you know rope balance beam essentially. Just tying. She a could rope. like bounce on it. She could like yeah. bounce on her slackline. Yeah, so she got really good. People, people are 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 very uh, yeah they're very balanced on that thing. But yeah, I, I didn't even think about the idea of like ninja training course or like this. I, I think it sort of is um, alluding to like the ninja warrior kind of like TV show where it's like a like a like an obstacle course you have to get through. And so that's interesting to kind of build that into your playground situation in your backyard. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. I think any kind of like obstacle course that you can like pre set up, so you can just basically say like. Kids, you want to eat dinner tonight? You got to go <laughs> complete the course. You got to go. <laughs> you have to clear it in ninety seconds, or else, no food. Now, do you have a good tree in your backyard for a tree for a tree house? Well, I have some good trees in the backyard, yeah, but um, I don't know if it, what really constitutes a good treehouse. I think I have strong branches, but I think they might be up a little taller than you want them to be. You know, like you'd have to have a really tall ladder to get up into it potentially. So maybe. Like how are they like second story or like yeah. first story? Yeah, I think they're like second story. So you know. Oh man, yeah, they're up there. Yeah, so it might be tough, but I know you've always, you know, you've been in the same vein as tree houses, and uh, yeah, that's it's kind of in it's a similar area to pl- to playgrounds. Well, we had that tree in our backyard, and then it split. You know, what I mean, ah. you get that sixty-five-year-old tree. That Old darn trees. those darn storms. You know, what I mean. Those trees, come on. <laughs> well, this is cool, Josh. I'm happy. I'm happy you called in. I'm happy we're kicking it off with a a homemade playground. And uh, the best thing, uh, man, rope ladders. Those like those spinny rope ladders. Those things are wild. Oh, so hard. you have to like balance your whole body to like, right. Isn't that the purpose of them? They're like at an angle, and you have to like balance your whole body as you like climb up them. Yeah, those you like flip around. It requires a lot of core strength, I think. Right there, Brian. Um, but yeah, I'm, I gotta I'm, go to do. I gotta do some more sit-ups before I go to Josh's house. I also want to say thank you to Josh for saying a boot. I'm calling a boot I know, the playground it. equipment. So fun. Every time every time I send a hat um, to Canada, like that they buy as merch, and I have to like fill out the customs form, I write hat. I know it's a stocking cap, and I feel really bad because I know I should write toque, but I always forget how to spell it, and I'm too lazy to look it up. So. Yeah, yeah, I understand. It's, uh, we know what a toque is. We just can't spell it, okay? Get off our back. It's not. I want to spell it T-O-O-K, but that's took. You need three O's, I think, and then it's took. You think it's three O's? Okay, I'm going to put it in the customs form without, like, Googling it first. Yeah, yeah, good call. All right, next, Kala. Hi, Cuckoo Kangaroo. My name is Annabelle, and I'm from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And the best thing on the playground is a zip line because um, usually playgrounds don't have those, but there's, one park that has two, and it's South Greensburg, and um, it's my mom's birthday today. Okay, bye, 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 bye. Oh, happy birthday, Annabelle's mom. Probably also named Annabelle, right? Annabelle's an Annabelle Jr. Happy birthday, yeah, Annabelle <laughs> Jr. That'd be yeah, great. Yeah. Okay. Uh, she she was saying I cut out a little bit for me, but she was saying that Annabelle was saying that there are two zip lines next to each other, right? Yeah, I guess so. In uh, South Greensburg, so we're getting uh, even more very specific locations here, Brian, in the Pittsburgh area. 
So if you're what's in that, up, Annabelle? Thanks for thanks for calling in so much. Okay, that is it. Now that's what I'm talking about. That's what I like. Like if you want, if you're gonna design a playground, you know, okay, it's cool to like. Uh, zip lines are cool, but if you have the means and the funds and the space, put two of them next to each other. Because who the heck doesn't want to race? You know? Oh, yep, yep. That I didn't even think about that. You got to race them. Yeah. Totally, totally. Okay, so at camp, they they had built, they had built, they took a at this camp I worked at. There was like this hill in the woods. It was like a pretty big dip. So they they took this like eighty foot irrigation tubing. That was like four foot in diameter. It was like black irrigation pipe. You've seen trucks like carry them, and they put it down a hill. They uh-huh. like, like, they like hooked it on there, and then you'd take sleds and go down. They called it the black hole. <laughs> but then it was like, and you would go so fast down this thing. Kids were obsessed with it, but it didn't really blow up into like long term play. Like they would play on it for a while. They love going down it. They'd go down like once or twice, but then they started going down it a lot more when we put a second one in right next to each other. Because then it was all about like racing and like how can you like become more aerodynamic going down this this the black hole, you know? Mm-hmm. So, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, if, if uh, yeah, you want to make something a little better, just build another one right next to it. You get a little uh, competition going. Um, so very cool. Annabelle and I are on the same wavelength, Brian. We both love the zip line. So shout out to Annabelle. And uh, Annabelle Sr. Uh, hey, my, my name is Aaron from Lubbock, Texas. And I always just thought the, the best part about a playground was the friends that you make along the way. And, well, I was talking about it with my wife. And she said her favorite part was the rocks, like the little pieces of gravel on the on the ground. So I, I guess I was wondering what you guys prefer between the two. Uh, hope you have a great day. Okay, Aaron, with a, with a question for us, Brian. This is so sweet. This is Aaron. Thanks for calling in. This is lovely. I love. I love. This is what I. This is what I was happy about the question. Like, yes, it could have been like a piece of equipment, but it also is like the essence of when you're at a playground. Like, what happens and what goes down, right? Yeah, the friends you made along the way. Wow, that is that's classic right there. It's it's very very touching when you put it like that. It's hard to argue, you know. Um, you know, gravel's great too. Don't get me wrong, but uh, friends versus gravel, uh, I would say it's a it's a no brainer. Oh, I, I I can totally make the case. I get I get like if you have like gravel or like that like that small stone like P rock. You know yeah, I mean like it is like sensory soothing. Like if you are just kind of like dragging your feet, like walking around in a big circle, just like or like you're like. Like if you like think about like trying to run in that stuff when somebody's chasing you, you know what I mean? Like, um, and like how it like hurts, but doesn't really hurt like when you fall in it. But um, there's some there's some real memories in the in that like super dirty, <laughs> junky like P rock gravel. But uh, the friends along the way that gets you. There's there's something about a playground where there's like a thing to do and you have to com- there is a reason to communicate with another person. It it could break open that like hey, the, the you know, there's like 20 kids in my in my school class. I've only talked to about 10. Like it could break something something a playground can break something open with those people you haven't chatted with before. So That's right. I don't know. Recess is the time to maybe make, make some uh, make some pals. Um but yeah, the rocks 
You know, they're it's just like running in sand or something like that. It's like, oh man, you're really working there. And yeah, they're so dusty. I'm always so so du- like the dustiest rocks you've ever seen, right there. Little peak. Yeah, level. they are so dusty. Is that, that like, like coming from the rocks, like what? falling apart, or is it like know. special dust that playground engineers put in the ground? That's a good point. It probably is like some of them are like getting minusculely like crushed up, and then it's just the dust from those. It's a mystery. It's one of the mysteries of life. Why is the small gravel so dusty? I don't really know. But yeah, Lubbock, Texas in the house. I don't even know where Lubbock is. We got to play there someday, though. All right, next caller. Who we got? Hi, this is Katie. I'm calling from Mendota Heights, uh, Minnesota. It's a suburb of St. Paul. And I think the best part of the playground uh, are the swings. And they're kind of underrated, but they're awesome. You, You sit there, it's like chill, but you're still moving. And it's like flowing, floating, flying. And I wish swinging was more, like, socially acceptable to be like, hey, let's go instead of a drink or a walk or a coffee. Want to go swing? Could you just be outside and just hang out and chat it up on the swings? And I think the swings rock. <laughs> so there we go. That's my vote. Swings. Yeah, uh, I agree. I agree, Katie. Swings, they're just awesome. And it's 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 great for kids. It's great for adults. Ugh, swings are so good. Wait, are swings not socially acceptable? I guess probably bringing booze on a playground isn't the socially acceptable <laughs> part. <laughs> But like no, so he's um, saying instead of a drink or or coffee, you know? Yeah, 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 coffee. Yeah, you can go coffee. Yeah. I get what you're saying, like because there is like, oh, there's a there's adults on this playground and stuff like that. That is true. They should p- set up more like they should. There should be casual like swings set up more that aren't like you see sometimes at a park. There's like a swinging like bench or something like that. Oh but yeah, it's always a it's always a one off. And like you were saying before about like swings are like a group thing. Like mm-hmm. I remember like we had a at at like a different like park that I was like helping at. They had a Eagle Scout going to do a project and uh the the project was like to set up some swings like in the tree. Like they put like uh like ropes course cable between the two trees and then they hung swings from it. Wow. And the only like goal the real goal was that like it has to be like a grouping. Like it can be like a bunch of swings, but there can't be like one or two because like there's, you know, there has to be like ten swings in each little area to like be like a swinging like little community. So maybe <laughs> that's just what we need to build. We need to just like build little like swings like in the trees where people can just like hang, you know? Because like if you think about like any kind of like, this always happens in like East Coast movies. I feel like fr- like high school friends meet up way later and they hang out at night at a playground and that's when the real heart to heart happens it's always like at a at a swing it's always like on swings or like they're like laying on the merry ground at night or something like that and that's where the real emotion comes in the movie right isn't it <laughs> good point yeah you're right yeah swings are a good place to meet up at night and just have a chat that's that's uh that's for sure and uh yeah i mean there is you know you think about swings and sometimes it's like okay like the tall swings those are the adult swings they get the low ones for the kids so in a way they are kind of signaling hey these are for bigger people taller people over here so it's it does kind of work for adults in some ways. I like it. Swings. I'm swinging. down. Katie, let's build Let's build some swings. Let's go, Mendota. We're swinging in Mendota Heights. Thank you for the call, Katie. Hey, Brian and Neil. It's BJ calling from Dallas. For me, the best part about a playground was the merry-go-rounds, or a roundabout, as some would call it. I liked how everybody would get on and then hang on to the bars in the middle of it while one or two people on the outside would spin it. And it was that feeling of being spun around that just made it really fun. I believe the science term for that feeling is called centripetal force. 
Now, I haven't seen any merry-go-rounds in playgrounds lately. My guess is that people must have just found so many ways you can get hurt, like kids like going to bars and flying off of it or getting, like, your clothes caught in the bars and you end up being dragged around the outside. And since now we live in this day and age where everybody's looking to suit everybody as a way to quick way to make money, the park the park the parks are probably just like, Nope, we don't want any part of it and then off they go. But when they were around, they were fine. So that's my answer. See you later, bye. Yo, BJ, Texas in the house again. We got uh we got Dallas and we have uh Lubbock, Brian. Dallas and Lubbock, so much so much Texas. Um, okay, BJ, thanks for calling back in again. I think um that old school merry ground, I only see them sometimes in like small, t- smaller towns where I like drive by, um, and they like still have them there. But they, I think, they have those old school ones that I've seen. But now they make they make new ones. They're usually like green. They're like all plastic, and you can like sit six people on them, and you put your feet in the middle. And they do make you want to like vomit just as much and like spin you around. I don't know what's up. Like they just don't have those bars. So like if you like did like lose your balance, you just like get a concussion on those bars. But they do have stuff that spins you super fast on playgrounds that you want to like throw up still. So the merry ground is still alive and I stay very far away from them. Yeah, you know, I'm looking. You, I'm, you're gonna go on one of those things. I'm looking at a photo of it now with like the seats. It's like four seats facing inwards, right? Yeah, there's like those four seater ones, and then there's like some bigger ones. I think probably that can fit like eight. And I've seen like kids just like pile in them. You know what I mean? You put like twenty <laughs> kids on top there, just laying on them, just like spinning as fast as you can. The only thing I want on there, it would make no sense for it. I want like you remember on like a old like ship. Like a wooden ship, they'd have to pull the anchor up, and they'd have those big, like twisty things that like six guys would push up to like pull the rope up. You know oh yeah, about? yeah, yeah. It's just like a big, big wheel almost. Yeah, so I want like a bar on the side because like whenever we have like the neighbor kids or somebody like ask me to like push <laughs> them around, it's tough to like get a good grip because I want to spin them so fast. I want them to be like, stop, that's too fast. <laughs> but I feel like if you put a bar on the outside, that thing whips around. It's gonna take your legs out. You know what I mean? So you're just yeah, kidding. yeah. The bar, it's 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 a wrap for the bar on these things. And and that brings up an interesting point because yeah, obviously like the old merry-go-round, that's like that's a thing of the past. That is. That is, uh, you know, a relic of an older age. And so it's like, what are the other things in the playground realm that have been, like, updated to be more safe these days? Is anything else, like, come to mind for you of, like, oh, no, they've totally redone this to make it safe? Hmm. I feel like the merry-ground is, yes, a thing that they tweaked. Everything is just more plastic. I just think about the materials. Like, everything is more more soft materials to use or, like, wood or, like, all that stuff is more soft. Yeah, it is softer. Maybe it's easier to make... It also like doesn't get as hot in the summertime. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. like noon at a playground, like everything's hot. Even like plastic stuff gets like super hot. I think about the merry-go-round though. Like you know how they were talking that gravel like earlier. Mm-hmm. Aaron was talking about that gravel. Those merry-go-rounds always had gravel. So if you think about it, you actually couldn't push it that hard because you're like running in gravel. Now these like new like spinny green merry-go-round things are on that like like foam foam like rubber hard surface on there and you can usually they build them in it and like you can you can get grip like you can run really fast <laughs> around it you know you get some traction so, yeah okay so i think they did that i've noticed that like the tops of slides like if you're going to go down like a corkscrew slide or something like that they just like made more space like i can like i can't go down an old slide i got yeah. like 
because they're like really skinny at the top, really tiny. Super but like narrow. now they're like they're like wider. They're more tubes. I feel like yeah, it's obviously we live in a safer society now. This is this is all for the better. But at the same time, I feel like a playground there's a certain size to them i feel like kids are kind of going to get hurt one way or the other right they're going to end up climbing something and you know falling off or something like kids are still going to do different stuff that they're maybe not quote unquote supposed to on these new age structures so i don't know i think a playground is still a place you got to keep an eye out and there's still going to be some spills and stuff like that every now and then right you can't totally protect kids from themselves yeah, no doubt. Gus is always bleeding after we come back <laughs> in some way. And my brother, I mean, Jeffy and I, we were always like, we we had a park like kind of by our house and we would always like go up there. We would go up there by ourselves. I was always, you know, those like awnings <laughs> on top that like are supposed to like shade you. Uh huh. I mean, I was not, I'm not really like a daring kid, but for some reason, like I was just, those things were like, uh, like a bug magnet for me. I was climbing on top of everything. I like, had to like. You know how there's like like when you're playing chase and stuff like that. Like I was always like climbing on the outsides of tube slides <laughs> and things like doing stuff you weren't supposed to. So yeah, anything you can make things safer, but people are always going to go the distance. You know, careful. You you and your you and your siblings. You guys going wild on? Yeah, I mean, we had that one in our backyard, so I remember that one in like Iowa. You know, but again, it was mostly just swings. We're just mostly doing that thing. So yeah, I, I definitely know what you mean. But I can't like specifically recall any sort of like climbing stuff. But yeah, you can climb all over these things. You know, they're that's like part of the fun. It's like okay, this is what you're supposed to do. But what if we did it like this? You know, <laughs> what like, if we did it? What if we did it like this? It's like a challenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's like how do we do something different here? And yeah, it's like you're with your friends. So you're trying to oh, I can do a little bit more than you. You know, you're getting a little. A little competition, like you're saying, with the you know the dueling uh, rope swings and all that stuff. So, yeah, I get it. I get it. It's a it's a lot of fun to, and that's part of what we're talking about too, of just like making up your own games on the playground too. Like you might be using some of this equipment as not intended because it like fits in with your made up game that you just came up with or something like that. Ah, uh, yeah. Thanks for the call, BJ, one of our most loyal listeners. But uh, let's see who we got next. Hey, Brian Emil. This is Jeff calling from the beautiful rolling hills of southwest Wisconsin. I think the best part of a playground is not a piece of equipment. It's a hill. Like, you put a swing on the top of the hill, the swing feels wilder. You put a slide down a hill, it's more fun. You roll down a hill. Uh, playing 500 is way more fun when you're throwing from the hill. This time of year when it's snowing, you want to know what park in town has the best hill. So, for me... The hill win. Bye. Whoa, beautiful stuff right there. There was like a chord of chord of music with that bye. It was like a it was like a, a harmony of sorts. Wow. Oh, oh my gosh, this person must be a elementary school uh, music teacher. Who knows? So talented with the singing and and uh, I hope this person's uh, school is on a hill because this this person's into hills, Brian. Hills, this person is like, this person has got the, the first dance at their wedding was the weekends of the hills, you know? <laughs> that's what it's all about. That's what it's about. That's what's happening. I don't think that good I don't one. think that song is about hills at all. It's a good thing he lives in the rolling hills of southwest Wisconsin. He's in the right place right one, there. One movie, though, that Jeff probably loves, but you and I will not touch, is The Hills Has Eyes. That's no, too creepy. Too creepy. No, too sc- don't. Why is horror? Why are horror movies even a genre, Neil? Just Something. too scary. Just 
Put them into feel-good sports movies by Disney. That's all we need. Just put the budget right there. Let's people, go. People Rinse love and that repeat. stuff. Uh, but yeah, Jeff, thanks for the call. And this is interesting because we're talking about we're talking about the the terrain that a that a given playground could be on, and that's true. That does add a no matter what it is, it always adds an, a new element to a playground, to a recess, whatever it is. You you, you use the land in a different kind of way <laughs> to play on. That's fun. What is five hundred? Is that like Spud or what is that? Five hundred is a game where one person throws a football at a crowd of any number of people. And the the winner um, is the is the person who gets to 500 first. So the person that throws the ball, when they throw it, they say a number like 100, 200, 300, 400, right? And then if you catch it, you get that number. And if you get to 500 first, you win. So it's a really simple like throw a ball in the air and scream a number. <laughs> okay, okay, I've played this game before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you guys yeah. ever play Annie Annie Over? Where uh, is that like Red Rover? Um, Annie, Annie over. I feel like the way we played it, we could only play it at my grandma's house because, like, you need a house that has no fence on either side. So oh. you have like two people, and you like chuck a. For some reason, like the greatest invention I feel like when I was a kid is the vortex, the Nerf vortex. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I couldn't throw a football or a regular ball to save my life, but I could throw that <laughs> vortex miles. It felt like. Okay, so you call Annie over and you chuck it over. You chuck the ball over, right? And then the uh, the team, other team that is on the receiving end, you catch it. You like hide it under your shirt or something like that, and you split up and you try to get that ball to the other side of the house without the team, the other teams coming around to like replace you to go the other side. So you're basically <laughs> trying to like find the ball and get all the team members on you. But if you trick them and ha- get the ball like pass them to their side, then you like keep the game going i guess i just thought about that when we played 500 i want to play 500 now okay so yeah they would call like 100 would they ever do like negative points (laughs) everyone just runs away from the ball Uh, no (laughs) some jerk kid (laughs) negative four yeah no this is is fractions makes you do fractions oh I remember in elementary school, um, there was like a teacher in fifth grade who was like, he was, he, it was rare because he was a guy. There wasn't that many guy teachers, but he would always play 500 like in the recess and everybody wanted to play with him. He just like chucked the ball in the air and, you know, so it was like teacher got in on the, <laughs> on the 500, you know, he was in charge. <laughs> yeah, good, totally. Totally. You, you, you control the, the game's better when the teacher controls the narrative a little uh-huh, bit. Uh-huh, uh-huh, exactly. <laughs> no cheating. No cheating. I think this hill thing is totally right, especially yep. like when a playground is like built into a hill. Like I remember over in West Bloomington growing up, there was this there was this epic playground called Shoots and Ladders. Remember we played like a book a book show like mm-hmm. right next to it one time like a long time ago like in oh, this yeah. field over in um but it's like built into a hill and it, it it now has changed a little bit. We've gone there recently. It used to be all like wood and metal, right? So it was like mm-hmm. slivers or like burns, <laughs> like like total like metal rug yeah, burns. Yeah. But it what it looked like the board game shoots and ladders, but it was going up a hill. It was all slide and it was it was huge. It was awesome, but because it was on a hill, it could look taller than it was, right? Because it was just basically like a normal playground built onto like a series of like platforms and ledges. So Ugh. I think Jeff Jeff's got something going on here. 
That's in great. Scani. That's great. Yeah, and oh man, slivers. You're bringing that up. Yeah, I, I, I'm. I'm fairly certain there's not many more like wooden playgrounds around these days. Maybe you could tell me otherwise, but that's just not a good idea. So many slivers. <laughs> so many cut up hands on the wooden playgrounds of, of the world. That was probably like from an era before us, even. You know what I mean? That was probably like some 70s and 80s stuff right there. Yeah, totally. It was the. It was. It. They weren't railroad ties, but they were those. Those uh, rectangular like beams, mm-hmm. basically that were like six inches by eight inches yep and they were like eight feet long and they would build up and they had metal poles basically holding them together and then like two by fours holding the like main floor that was like the play (laughs) yeah that was probably like one or two playgrounds before yeah they might still be around did you ever get like a gnarly sliver that was like the size like a popsicle stick in your hand or something like that (laughs) no i'm really glad i don't have any like crazy sliver stories why is that something you had to deal with yeah, I think I got something huge oh. in my thumb one time. Ugh. I can't remember. You know how you have, like, maybe people know where their scars from, but I feel like I have a couple, like, scars from, like, sports or playgrounds that I look now, and I'm like, I don't know where this cut came from. And I asked my parents, they're like, you guys are getting hurt all the time. I can't tell you. Stop asking me questions. Going Stop back it. going back to the tiny gravel, that is one thing I remember. I think I, like, f- I fell and, like, skinned my knee one time, like, in that gravel. And I, for the longest time, I thought that, like, I had some, like, gravel, like, in my leg or something. <laughs> Not that I could, like, feel it. Maybe I thought it was just, like, oh, maybe it was just, like, the way it was healing or something. I was like, oh, no, there's, like, some little pieces of rock still in here. <laughs> I have, like, a memory of that. That's weird. Yeah, so now, now, okay, so there's sometimes wood chips, which, oh, no, get get out of here, wood chips at the, wood chips underneath um, yeah. a playground, because, like, they grind it out, especially, they'll put wood chips under a swing, and it just becomes like a, it's like a well, basically, like, I can't even, like, reach the bottom of these, like, wood chip swings, and then I totally will take gravel over, I've seen some places have, like, chopped up um, old tires, have you seen that? Yeah, yeah, it's like gonna, a bottom safety if you, thing. If you want, if you like the yeah the new rubber kind of gravel, or if you like the more like flat, like you were saying, kind of like bouncy, kind of you know soft, uh, yeah, like more solid ground. Which which is better? Maybe like I'm playing chase with Gus like way too hard, but like <laughs> when we're playing and I like wipe out on those like chopped up like rubber tires, <laughs> I just feel like they're just like on my body for a couple of days. Like they're just like pieces of tire on me. Yeah, if you're wiping out uh, chasing your four-year-old, Bren, uh, I think, yeah, you might be going a little hard there. You know what I mean? He's pretty fast, though. He's you might pretty be turning. Fa- you, might be, you might be hitting that corner a little sharp. I don't want to get tagged, you know? <laughs> the game is I don't real. Get, I don't want to be it. I, I want to teach my kid a life lesson that, like, I'm faster than you. You're going to be it for a long time. You yeah, know? you can't you can't uh, sandbag for your kid and let them win all the time. You know that's that's hard. That's no way to grow up. And then you're just gonna they're just gonna gloat about it at dinner. You're gonna you're not gonna hear the end of it if if they win every time. Yeah. Okay, Neil. When we're driving around sometimes and I see a playground, and it's exciting. I, it's exciting. You start to speed up. I do. I like like to like. It's, I'm I'm thinking about it right now. I've done it so many times. I like to cruise by it and like check out like the equipment and the flow of it right now because I just like to get ideas. Um, that um, do people think I'm being creepy? I'm not trying to be creepy. I'm like legit, just like checking out the equipment. 
Yeah, no, I think people uh, people know people know that you're all about the structures. You know, you're just uh, you're just really into playground design. I think everyone should assume that about people driving by real slow at the playgrounds. You know, give them, <laughs> yeah, give them the benefit I'm of like the, the doubt. Only person on the planet. <laughs> I didn't realize. Yeah, I forget how much I like playgrounds. And then you say the word playground in my mind, like I don't even want to go to the next caller. I got like ten things in the queue. Hey, remember <laughs> when we went into the forest with MC Lars? In England, was it the Nottingham Forest where yep. like Robin Hood was based on? Exactly. Yep. Okay, they had some amazing like homemade, made out of wood and rope like um, playground structure. They, they, I took video of a lot of stuff. Remember, they had like basically like a tree. It was like maybe like fourteen feet of a tree. There's maybe like three feet in diameter, and they had shaved it and like lacquered it so it was like it could, it wouldn't like rot or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then they like drilled holes in it and had and it had it kind of like it looked like a battering ram. Basically, they had ropes going through it, so like like ten kids could get on it and get it moving like a big like ship back and forth. That thing was <laughs> sweet. I've never seen anything like that before. Yeah, they had a lot of really cool stuff. They had, the, you know, a nice, like, big visitor center. But then, yeah, there was, like, all this cool equipment, like, playground stuff. And there was, like, a little pond there and everything. So, good time. And Lars paid a lot of money to, like, shoot a bow and arrow, like, way back <laughs> in the woods. <laughs> got to do it. I was it. like, Lars. I was like, Lars, why are you doing this? He's like, I got a Robin Hood dinner. He said something something like that. Got to do anyway, it I got to look back at my phone. I took pictures of all that equipment. There was some really cool stuff. And that visitor center was really nice. Yeah, a little cafe in there and stuff. Get a get a flat white or whatever. Or they we were, in Mega Ram was on that run, right? Were we chilling with Mega yeah. Ram too? Yeah, he Kyle was there Murdoch. With us. Yeah, that was a good that was a good day. All right, who we Robin, got next? Robin Hood. We got an old friend. Here we go. Hey guys, Travis from Riverside. Uh, best piece of playground equipment is an entire unit. When I was a little kid, I had a Return of the Jedi uh, swing set. It had a little speeder bike they went back and forth on. Um, the little ship that was like kind of the barge that Luke was on when he was over the Sarlacc pit. And then it had this like little mobile command center that had uh, sound effects and things. It was awesome. Uh, now, as a uh, man in his 30s, I don't really go on playgrounds too much, but one uh, playgrounds that I'm a fan of for my uh, son and my daughter are playgrounds that have the appropriate equipment for their age. It maybe uh Brian might be able to relate to me on this. A lot of playgrounds that are either like too small, like the the slides and the swings are too small for my kids, or they're way too big and dangerous and I'm just like stressed out the entire time. So uh a playground that has like a nice setup where everything is high enough where they're having fun but not high enough where you're super stressed out the entire time. And uh I'm also a fan of any kind of suspension bridge too, I guess. So all right guys. Have a great day. Talk to you later. Bye. All right, Travis. There we go. You just blew our minds with the Return of the Jedi swing set. Just looked up a photo of it. It's. Uh, Did you Google this thing yet? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's 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 cool. I tried to send you the photo too. It's this thing is awesome. There's a great like the, if you Google Return of the Jedi playground, the first thing, the first image is just this great. You know, it's got like the the font, the Star Wars like header at the top, and then there's like spaceships. There's like the Falcon and stuff, but it's like a kid playing, kids playing in their backyard. Golden Retriever right there, so good. This thing is awesome. This thing is totally awesome, especially. Oh man, I love that there was sounds. It looks like a pop up, like a like a, what you go hunting in, like a tree, yes. a deer stand, or something like that. Yes. But, I, I, ever since I was a kid, I get all spaceships and I think, you know, all this stuff is cool. I'm not even into motorcycles, but like speeder bikes, 
speeder bikes i still think even watching like mando now like speeder bikes are the coolest things ever totally. oh my gosh yeah like very like uh, i was gonna say it's very like uh, like almost like hoverboard and back to the future or something it's just like yeah this is great yeah it is great and especially there's like a different kind of speeder bike in the book of Boba Fett that Fennec Shand rides at the end it like looks a little like different and that one is that one blew my mind I was like man I want that when you know everybody's like I want a lightsaber to be real it's like <laughs> I want a speeder bike to be real let's go speeder bike but yeah the Star Wars Return of the Jedi it's Scout Walker Command Tower with speeder bike ride on it that's what this is super super cool um, all right but what do you think about that look how stuff? look how big the do- Look how big the dog is next to this picture. Like we got a link to this picture. Like this thing probably was six feet tall, but it, they make it look like it's like twenty feet tall. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. The dog, the golden retriever. Um, but yeah, Brian, what do you think about uh, this stuff? Traps saying as far as uh, you know the the appropriateness of the playgrounds. Is that I feel like you just got to know what playgrounds are for you, best for your kids' age in the neighborhood, right? And just like go to those. Totally, totally. You you can and do, but you can't like stop them from it. You know, basically. <laughs> I think what he's saying is like, you know, you hope that they have like a a wide variety, you know what I mean? But like that's yeah. that's like saying a lot for a playground. Sometimes they'll have like a here's a little toddler thing, but then here's the big thing. But I have like I have two little I have two little daredevil kids. Like <laughs> Dawson is 16 months old. We were we went ice skating and he didn't want to go ice skating. He wanted to walk through the snow. He's like a marshmallow because we have him in so much gear. And he wants to climb up like 30 feet in the air to go down this like <laughs> spinny slide. And that Gus, who's four, didn't even go down to like a week ago because he was too scared. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it's like they're walking on this thing. They can barely stand, but they want to like climb up in the air. And like there's all these openings. And yeah, I can totally, it gives you a panic attack every five seconds. Like, it's like, are they going to trip and like fall off? Like, I'm cool with them going down the slide, but it's like the walk up to it. And so you're like, you want, you want everything to like, kind of fit their range because sometimes sense. it's just like that's the playground we're going today and like it's gonna work for that but <laughs> yeah it you hope for the best yeah that makes sense there you go well thank you very much travis neil mm-hmm. wait before we leave if i bought you this swing set i found it would you put it up in your backyard most certainly the- most certainly this thing is awesome the glider <laughs> i mean i don't know if i could sit on it. it's probably i'm probably way too much for it but I bet they're really hard to find. I can't imagine they made too many of these. So, uh, yeah, uh, 40, 50 years later. Sure. That's a, <laughs> that'd be cool. All right. We got, All right, I'll uh, see what I can track down. We got Thanks, one Travis. More, one more caller. Thank you, Travis. Who we have here? Hi, this is Steven. Nathan. And? Jacob. And we live in Minneapolis. What's your favorite part of the playground? Making play dates. Making play dates. Do you like to go on the slide? Yeah. What's what's the best slide? The green slide. The green slide. Uh, I can't believe that it took us so long to figure out you guys have a podcast. But yeah, that's what we like doing at playgrounds is having playdates and going down slides. We think. Yeah, my nanny kids there were super excited to uh, tell you about what they liked on, on their playground. They're super excited to to talk to you. Um, yeah, as for me, um, I really enjoyed, as a kid, the t- uh, tire swings. I used to um, just, like, go to to a playground by myself, and I would sit in the tire swing in such a way that I could put one of my legs 
on the ground, my toes on the ground, and, like, make a little circle with my foot, and I would spin around, like, super-duper fast. Um, yeah, and that was my favorite part of of, of playground. Um, uh, growing up, we had a a big wooden playground in our in our town at the elementary school, one of those old ones that don't exist anymore, probably. And uh, when I was in high school, me and my buddies would go and practice parkour there, and there were so many different um, places to jump and, like, make do cool tricks and stuff. And uh, it was super good for um, for it to play lava tag because <laughs> of all the different uh, pathways and stuff. And, yeah, it was, like, the best playground ever. Unfortunately, ended up having to get uh, torn down. But um, uh, one of my friends, um, his dad or his uncle or something, was on the crew that tore it down. And he gave me a little piece of the wood, a little wooden coin, that was part of the, the playground. And so I got to keep that. So that was super special. Um, yeah, nice chatting with you guys. Uh yeah, can't wait to uh, hear the next episode. Have a good one. Oh, new caller, Stephen. Thank you for calling in twice on your first episode. Wow. Well, you made the show, Stephen. There you go. Congratulations. I like the favorite thing is a green slide. Green I like the slide. green slide. <laughs> green slide. Green slide. Yeah, I tell you, I, that's. I think that's the best thing about slides. Like, kind of going plastic is like. They've got colors. Oh yeah, they're they're super colorful. You can tell them apart by their colors. Um, but yeah, I like a also tire the swing play too. date thing is real, Neil. The play date thing is real. It's like a good spot <laughs> to meet up. You know what I mean? There's no cash involved. You know what I mean? It's just like, hey, you want to have a you know you got anybody in elementary school age, maybe a little older. It's like you know, like maybe when you're in high school, it's like let's you know, like even you now, like let's meet up at the basketball court. But otherwise, now it's like let's meet up at the playground. It's so fun uh, that slides being plastic now, like instead of metal, like you can have, they have all different colors. You know, you can be like, this is the green slide, this is that. I love the green so, slide. But uh, Stephen, thanks for calling in. Steve and Nathan and Jacob, right? Is that what you got, Neil? Yeah, that's what I heard right there. Appreciate you guys calling in. And uh, yeah, I like a tire swing too. That's very fun. That's uh, I forgot about tire swings. So <laughs> uh, Tire swings. Hey, what do you call those slides that have all the different like little rolly... Like oh. little uh, rolling pin things in them, and then you like go down those slides. Oh. Those still are prevalent, and they it's are like, very cool. They do like hurt a, your butt a lot. It's like a conveyor belt or something almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's totally. what that reminds totally. me. Totally, it reminds me of the conveyor belt we used on the truck team at Coles. Throwing, yeah. the, throwing the boxes saying, down it. Oh, God. we just need to, Neil. Come on, let's just talk about Coles. Hey, there was somebody that like we were talking about Coles in the last podcast. And um, somebody like uh, somebody Instagram DM'd us like talking about like, hey, I can't wait to see your list. I bet it matches up to mine. I worked at Kohl's like blankety blank years of blank. You know what I mean? So I like when people I like when people respond to the stuff we say into microphones for two hours. So it's cool. Like keep uh, keep telling us stuff. So okay, so we're talking Stephen. What's up, Minneapolis, Stephen? Uh, play dates are what's up. That's just the it's it's the it's a great place. Like, hey, where are you going to meet up at? Uh, okay, cool. Yeah, and the other thing I like here is uh, is is lava tag. Brian you mentioned uh, playing lava tag 
on this playground and uh, we have a song called lava tag and i feel like you know we mentioned playground you know i know a lot of people play lava tag like in their living room and stuff but we gotta give a little shout out to lava tag it's one of our first songs ever and uh playground's a great place to play it it's a great spot mm. we gotta we we, get, we should throw that back in the set list someday but that song's so long i have to that's back no, when we made our songs four minutes everybody. long now too long but yeah let's uh thank you everybody who called and uh yeah we will uh if you if you didn't hear your call uh right there it'll be uh pinned to the end of the show there so uh at the very end of the show you'll hear uh, a couple extra calls so uh tune in for those as well um but yeah brian should we set up uh set up the next episode should should we do another episode of this podcast would you want to neil if it if it's the two people in cuckoo kangaroo meaning you and me then i'm in let's do it what are we gonna what are we asking okay cool well for the next episode we want to know if you could go on vacation anywhere in the world where would you go and why please call us 612-424-0036 vacations are fun brian and we want to know where people want to go and it's important. This is a vacation, and this is important for me to remember. Brian, this is not a work trip where you have a show and you take two hours to look at something. <laughs> like, you have to actually go there. You know what I mean? you uh-huh. got to have a vacation. So <laughs> it's going to be hard for me. Wow, That's I have to, right. like, leave my house and not work? Oh, man. <laughs> what am I going to do? <laughs> got to relax. Turn off the phone. Chill. So, yeah, we want to know. I have to chill? Oh, you have to my chill. Gosh. You have to relax. It's It's mandatory. This is going to be good for me. It's going to be therapeutic. This is going to be a, it's going to be therapy for me next uh, next episode. It'll be good. Yeah, call in right. everybody. Call in. Yeah, we're going to know all about your dream vacations. Where do you want to go and uh and uh what do you want to do when you're there? Like why is that a cool place for you, you know? So call us 612-424-0036. Let's keep this show going, Brian. Onward to recommendations. All right, we got recommendations for you, Brian. Are you ready to tell the people what we're into this week? Ready. I'm so ready. All right. I want you to start us today. What should people check out? Okay. Uh, this uh, this is a, a sub-recommendation. This is coming basically from both of us, but uh, a great supporter of Cuckoo Kangaroo, Frank Turner, put Ooh. out a new record this Friday when we're recording it now. So it is not – It is. there are some, some – uh, expletives that make it not for children but all the adults out there if you haven't ever given frank a chance give him a chance so he's a great great songwriter so it's wonderful all right that's the first one i have yeah that's um, a pal of ours just a, he's just a super pal all <laughs> right here's what i got here's my recommendation i uh, did uh put it on instagram stories earlier this week but i'm using that Okay, but I'm recommending the Dirt Wayne Instagram. Follow Dirt Wayne, W-A-I-N, Dirt, but Dirt on Instagram. Um, They are a composting, like, private company of, like, an upstart company that only takes food scraps, like, in northeastern, I think it's northeastern, Indiana, right? So it'd be like, why why am I clicking on this? But I I read... started following them because um our friend uh, Zach from Jaber Crow that has a small uh farm up in that area of Indiana where we played some shows started like posting their stuff and yes they do talk about like pickup times for like in their area but they give me so many tips about composting that I didn't know like I've read books on composting I've watched like some like 
short films and stuff like that. And it's all just, it gets real boring and like, it needs to be in bite-sized manageable things. And like this, uh, this Instagram handle gives me it all. It it taught me this thing. Like I was putting in the, the lint from my lint dryer, but they're saying like, if you have synthetic clothes, like that's plastic in that lint that's going into your, into your compost, unless you have completely all natural like clothes and you're drying them, that lint dryer stuff should be going in the garbage. I learned that. So check out, check out uh, Dirt Wayne. Give him a follow. All right. Tell him there, Cuckoo sent you. There we go. I was uh, disappointed to learn that this was not David Wayne, you know, uh, director of <laughs> Wet Hot American Summer, but instead composting. But that's cool too. Brian, uh, this is uh, probably like the third composting recommendation you've had. So it's par for the course. And this is great. Oh, you it know, is. Oh, of- God. Well, I just don't have anything. I need some. I need, I need, like, you know what I need? I need Travis to, like, Send me cool stuff on the side to be like, dude, Neil's going to think this is really cool. And then I'll be like, hey, Neil, guess what I'm going to recommend? Check it's- out this band that was on an obscure record label from 1992. And you're going to just, your jaw's going to drop. So Travis, help me out, dude. I'm Come not, on. I'm not trying to say it's a bad thing. You are, you're about composting. You got all the tips. Tons of people are into composting. Probably many of our listeners are. So I'm sure it is very helpful. To hear all about the world of composting, so you should. I've Wayne. sent you David Wayne on on uh, TikTok, right? I sent you that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That he's great. Oh, he's really funny, and he he has like no followers at all. I feel like <laughs> like people barely know who David Wayne is, like in our generation, and then it's like. Oh, what does the younger generation yeah. know about David Wayne? And it's like everybody's like, "Who's this guy in glasses?" It's like yeah. talking about old movies. That's right. So he's so funny. All right, what we got? What you got, Neil? All right, I got a podcast for folks to check out. Um, it's called A Complicated Profession, and uh, it's a it's a recap podcast for all the new Star Wars television shows that are happening. On Disney Plus, so uh, yeah, it's a show I started checking out uh, when uh, Mandalorian season one um, launched a few years back, and uh, it's got uh, the the main host is guy Dan uh, Dan Morin, who does a bunch of different uh, kind of uh, you know Apple adjacent tech tech consumer tech kind of adjacent stuff, but uh, makes this show as well um, with his wife and uh, with another buddy. So um, it's really fun, and I think they do a good job. I listen to a couple podcasts kind of like this, and especially when he gets into Star Wars. You know, there can be uh, things can go uh, pretty deep. And, um, you know, so I really like this show because it's a good balance of like telling you about, uh, you know, kind of getting into the the, the depths of the Star Wars um, sagas and sort of how things connect to the animated shows and stuff. But it also they also look at it, um, you know, kind of uh, from a, just a television show, like does this work as a TV show kind of angle. Whereas I find like a lot of times a lot of commentary, a lot of podcasts of recapping Star Wars stuff can kind of like lean hard one way or the other. Where it's kind of more of a TV show, a podcast where they're kind of just talking about does it work as a show, or it's more of like this is a Star Wars podcast and we know everything about all these characters and we're going to get into the you know the smallest details about them all. This one walks the walks the middle uh, quite nicely. Um, they are big Star Wars nerds, but they also are very critical and, and know their know their TV. So complicated profession. Star Wars on TV will be linked in the show notes, and uh, you know Book of Boba Fett's wrapped up now, but uh, you can always go back and listen and i'm sure they'll have uh, recaps for the upcoming uh, obi-wan kenobi uh series launching uh in may on disney plus so another podcast for you right now brian uh brian uh gives you the compost 
and uh, I'll throw some podcasts at you. We, we all have a part to play. We all have a part to play. I'm going to check this one. Neil, I'm going to check this one out. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's good. Right after you're done watching the show, you just put that on and kind of, you know, it's a good way to kind of, rather than like rewatch it, kind of like analyze what just happened or kind of go back beat by beat and figure it all out. So there you go. Those are our recommendations. You can see those in the show notes. Um, it's come to the point of the show where we need to play a game, Brian. Let's have some fun. All right, today's game we haven't done in a while. Would you rather? Okay, uh, everybody at home, please uh, play along with us as we discuss these playground, um, you know, related questions for Would You Rather. Brian, I got three of them here. Are you ready for number one? I am ready. All right. Number one, would you rather spin on the roundabout slash merry-go-round or hang upside down from the monkey bars for five minutes straight? So either of these are five minutes straight. Okay, you either got to be spinning on the merry-go-round or hanging upside down for five. Which one would you rather do for five minutes straight? Both will um, leave me <laughs> sitting on a bench for four hours, meaning like you're not. I'm not even going to be able to get in a car and drive. Like yep, we will yep, have yep. to stay there and just like eat our eat all our lunches there. So, but I feel like um, being upside down would get me out of there about 15 minutes earlier. So I'm going to pick upside <laughs> down. <laughs> yeah, these are both things that would uh, kind of mess you up a little bit. So. I'll probably go the other way. I think, um, you know, I, I don't really get like nauseous that easily, um, unlike my co-host for this show. But I feel like, you know, I, I, after a little bit, after maybe thirty seconds on the roundabout, I could kind of dial in and, and kind of, you know, get get my bearings and kind of, you know, be able to ride out the the final four minutes or something like that. Whereas monkey bars upside down, I mean, that blood's going to be rushing. Yeah, that's probably not safe. Don't don't do this at home, kids. Don't hang upside down from the monkey bars. This is a hypothetical situation of would you rather. It's not real. Um, but, yeah, I'll, I'll go roundabout. I, I also like that they call it roundabout. I didn't know that until today, that it was like that was a name for that. I always would have called it a merry-go-round, but I like roundabout, too. Round a boot. Round a boot. I don't like the nauseousness. I haven't enjoyed it. I've been on a swing. Like, I've gone on a swing a little bit, and I have to, like, stop and just, like, not make it move. Uh, oh. What's going on? Is it just because I'm an old person? Did I do something wrong? Did I go yeah. too hard? Yeah, I think we're I think we're aging. I think uh, I think that's that's how it goes. You know, we just get a little more fragile every single day. Good times, everybody. That's what, that's what you have to look forward to, kids. All right, next one here for Would You Rather. Uh, would you rather have a slide that sends you from your house to your garage, or a series of climbing tunnels that connect the inside of your home? So I'm kind of thinking, you know, we didn't talk a lot about like tunnels and stuff like that, but that can be a big part of a playground. Uh, you know, kind of thinking more maybe of an in indoor playground, maybe like Chuck E. Cheese used to have these like climbing tunnel type things or uh, McDonald's Playland type of thing. Um, so which one would you go for there? Would you rather have a slide that sends you from your house to your garage or a series of climbing tunnels that connect the inside of your home? I I definitely want a slide that can I want a slide that connects. That sounds so fun. <laughs> that sounds that sounds just straight up. Like, yeah, plus here fun. in Minnesota, I mean, it's cold, and so you could potentially avoid some of that cold. Um, you know, you don't have to walk outside. You could just it, we, it could be a it could be a enclosed slide, and you just boop go right through. I you know I like the slide idea, but uh, I've always really been into those tunnels. So you know, I think I'll, I'll go for that. You know, tired. Tell of me just, what like the tunnel means. Like like a t like a cl what's a climbing tunnel? 
I'm gonna say that it is. Um, it's 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 in, it's not instead of doors, but it's kind of like alongside doors, and it's also something that is probably. I'll say that it's like up on like up by your up by your ceiling, you know. So you like go up, and then you're kind of. Uh, it's just another way to get around your home. That's a little bit. It's almost like climbing through the ductwork or something like that, you know, like uh, like a spy oh, movie that or something. Oh, that is fun. It's like that. It's like up high, and it's like another way to get from room to room. You know, it's just 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 a ridiculous way to get around. So I'll probably take that. Yeah, one, that's you know? that's sneaky. That's so fun. I mean, I can't wait. Like, once we make, uh, I want to make a ton of money because my only goal is to like buy super obscure buildings and make them into like crazy wild indoor playgrounds. Like I've told you, like I'm gonna buy that super odd looking U.S. Bank building and like turn that whole thing into an outdoor and indoor park and they have like this low part mixed with this like really tall three-story thing like i'm gonna connect slides out the top on the roof like it's gonna be rocking that's gonna that's that's gonna be that's gonna be my whole second part of my life is just like creating like insane play structures (laughs) we're here for it i can't wait to see what you come up with well and well you you and i were talking like because you want to make a theme park so and you want to make like a couple rides like that's where i'm gonna start but then after the sec after that one takes off, then we'll make one that's more like theme park with like animatronic rides and stuff like that. And you can design that one. Oh, sounds great, Brian. Let's do that. Let's team up. All right, one more. Would you rather uh would you rather sit on a seesaw with comedian and podcast host Mark Marin or sit on a seesaw with comedian and podcast host Conan O'Brien? Who would you rather share a seesaw with, Brian? Oh, uh, I would probably want to do uh, Mark Marin just because he would complain so much, and I think I, it would make me smile. It'd make me smile. See, Conan would like ask. First of all, I love seesaws; they are great. Oh, to BJ's question, that has definitely changed. I remember game. there was a seesaw up by our cabin that was like quite literally like a twenty-six foot like long, like two by six, painted red. Wow! Like it was huge. You know that kind like you see in like cartoons where like if somebody would sit on it and like the other person would hit their chin and they'd like flip backwards like it was that huge it was like that raw too like that those have totally changed they're like tiny they're like six feet long and they're like totally controlled but anyways yeah conan o'brien would try to like make small talk and make like the famous person encounter weird whereas like mark man would just like complain about the weather and it would make me happy so what about what about you what would you pick you know, I'll take Conan. I've just loved him for so long, and I really—it's—it's it's just, uh, you know, I—I I would just—he's—he's he's hilarious to me, and uh, he's just the, out of those two people, he's the one I'd like to meet a little bit more. And I think another thing about this um, that we have to consider is sort of the the physical comedy of it all, and Conan's. Conan's taller than we are. I think he's like six six or six eight or something. Yeah, that's and right. That would, that be would great. look that ridiculous. Would be those long legs. You know, that's part of his his humor and his monologues. Always was very you know his body and his you know his his long limbs. So I think that would be pretty, pretty funny just to see him you know operate a seesaw with uh, his body type. I love it. That's a great idea. All right, Neil. These uh, are great questions. I hope these uh, are hope, these are these are really good. I hope you guys had fun with the Would You Rather. Thank you, Brian. I put them together right before the show. Just some just some fun. We should ideas. like you should like make a little card. You should like make a little card game because I feel like all the little Would You Rather's <laughs> out there are like Would You Rather hold a snake or a scorpion? I'd rather have be like super like focused like hype like you're gonna be on a seesaw with these two podcast hosts you gotta yes. pick <laughs> and explain yourself i like it yeah we got some like activity books and stuff like that but i feel like we could continue with the book 
you know, the book merch in these different areas. So uh, that's a good idea. Um, all right, that's the game. Would you rather? And uh, before we wrap the show up, we got to tell you what's new with Coup. All right, we mentioned uh, a few weeks ago that we had the we had the ink dance along, Brian. But there is there's a new dance along in town, and uh, it's for our new song called Forklift. Forklift, it's up, it's rolling. People are watching it. People like it. People like forklifts. People like hydro- hydraulics. Now, something I saw in a couple of the Facebook comments, I saw a couple people talk about like, oh, I'm going to show this to my uncle. He like rides a forklift or like I was a teacher and now I operate a forklift. But I saw one person comment that they're like, hey, I'm listening to this song while I'm driving the forklift. And that's wow. wild. That's wild. I, I would love a video of that. Like listening jamming out to forklift on the speakers on your forklift if a forklift even has speakers i don't even know that yeah yeah i think we need to yeah we need to get some uh some footage of this maybe it's uh the song is bumping in the warehouse in the work site um we definitely need to get some you know get our eyes on this because that's that's amazing thank you whoever did that that's fun that's gold that's gold neil remember when we were talking about promo ideas uh for the album and i said Hey, let's let's uh, for the when we put the forklift video out, we should get a bunch of people to take an eight-hour online uh, forklift training with us, and we all get our certification, and we like zoom and show each other our certification. Is that and all? It is eight said, hours? Eight hours? I looked it up, and that's why I was surprised. There's like no, you don't because of COVID, they like switched it, and you can like do like an automated simulator. Like you don't have to even like physically like be. They don't have to like watch you in the forklift. You don't actually have to be behind the wheel. That's amazing. Because wow. when I worked at Fastenal in after like one of the summers in college, like they didn't want to pay. I was only like going to be there for the summer, so they didn't want to pay to like send me to forklift school. So I like could never <laughs> run it. Forklift school. I want to go. It sounds fun. So um, I was wrong to to turn you down from that idea. You always have good ideas, Brian. Sorry about that. No, that uh, no, you're right. That was a bad <laughs> idea. That's just why I wanted to bring it up because I knew that one was bad. Yeah. So yeah, we got the we got the forklift dance along video. You guys definitely go check that one out. Um, and then also we're playing shows. We're going to be talking about this for for a while. You know, we're playing shows all all spring long. Our headlining shows. Slow clap tour is happening, and we'll be in California coming up here um, in uh, in February. You know, middle February times. So come on out and check us out. We're playing uh, playing in Anaheim. Playing, uh, you know, we're going. So we're doing Anaheim. We're doing uh, Phoenix on the nineteenth and twentieth of uh, of February, and then uh, Berkeley in L.A. on the twenty sixth and twenty seventh. So we're we're gonna. I want to hang out with uh, with Travis and all our California friends, Brian. Let's do it. Cali, California time. So yeah, that's what's new with us. The tour is starting. We're having a good time playing shows again, and all that kind of stuff. So it's really going to kick up a notch um, coming up here. So get ready for more shows, everybody. All right, that does it for the podcast. Appreciate everybody listening. We talked about playgrounds for ninety minutes. That's what's up. That's how we do it. Um, good times. But we'll be back in two weeks with another show and. Uh, you know, we're going to talk about something different. We're going to talk about vacations. So uh, if you could go on a vacation anywhere in the world, where would you go and why? Give us a call, 612-424-0036. Leave a voicemail, and you'll be on the next episode of Banter Buddies. Good times. All right. 
vacations. We got to think about vacations, Brian, and uh, we'll do it all again in a few you, weeks. You've been to, on some great ones. You've been on <sighs> some wonderful ones. I've been very lucky to travel to some beautiful places, but everybody's got different ideas about where they want to go. So uh, you know, there's always more. There's always more out there. The world's a very big place. So. Uh, I still have places I want to go to that I have never been. So that'll be fun to talk about that coming up in two weeks. We just got to prepare for a whole lot of calls being like, I want to go on a cruise. (laughs) Yeah, I suppose. Hey, you tell us why. You tell us why you love that cruise and we'll accept it. Um, But yeah, we'll do that in another two weeks. Shout out to Neil Z for making our theme song and uh, Matthew Edwards' Wampa Stompa for uh, helping us out with the artwork every single week. Brian, it's been real as always. I'm glad we got to talk about one of your favorite things. And uh, we'll do it all again in two weeks. Bye, Brian. Bye, Neil.